Good morning, folks, ladies and gentlemen, cats and dogs. Though I really wish that the messages that I talk about in my podcast, in our podcast, because I am a man of the people, uh, though I wish these messages were told and talked about with children, I really don't think my podcast is... uh, from minor's ear though it is entirely up to you as a parent uh, whether they listen to what I have to say or not Um, ladies and gentlemen for years and years and and it keeps popping up somehow now in uh, these last few years how a lot of the things that people considered impossible, considered tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist ideas, um, are coming now to be true. Are coming now to be true. And I keep asking myself, how does this happen to where people uh, don't know? That these things are coming true or don't know that these things used to be considered crazy thoughts and ideas uh, decades ago. Decades ago. As you all know, out of 100 people, unless you work for the uh, federal government, and even then, those folks don't believe the official narrative, 9-11 is obviously... A huge uh, watershed moment for our current century. As you all know, people have been talking about population control, and people have scoffed at I scoffed at that idea. People have called us crazy. Those that talk about population control. Those that talk about uh, the very elite worried about population control. They have scoffed at us. But for years and years and now it has ratcheted up in these last two or three years. Actually since the Trump administration. The climate change death cult ideology has penetrated our school system, has penetrated our mainstream entertainment system, has penetrated politics, and unfortunately has our children terrified. And that's where the answer lies. How do these people keep on getting away with advancing this insidious agenda let me tell you how let me tell you how every five years you get a new batch of children in elementary schools you see children born in 2004 don't know about the great recession back in 2008 children born in the in the uh 
from 2008 onward don't know about the recession and had no idea and have no idea what it was to live through 9-11. It's like I was born in 85. So I had no idea how it was to live through the Vietnam War, how it was to live through uh, JFK's assassination, how it was to live through the the uh, the 60s when the civics revolution occurred. So the indoctrination begins anew every five years, every five years. As soon as we hit uh, elementary school, these insidious fucks are fine-tuning their message. So even I that was born in the 80s know that back in the 70s, it was an oil crisis. The thing was, there isn't enough oil in the world to sustain our way of life. We have 30 years max to be able to use fossil fuels. Then it turned into um, uh, we're damaging the ozone layer. We're damaging the ozone layer. Then it turned into uh, a global warming with Al Gore and his shenanigans. I mean, you listen to this guy. Watch an interview. And you tell me that this guy is smart enough to understand the, uh, the physics of weather. This guy is smart enough to be the authoritative figure in climatology. You guys tell me that. This guy sounds like a dumbo. He can't even string uh, a few sentences together. A la Joe Bitten. Okay? Someone who understands complex systems such as climate and and the the weather and such should be able to communicate even though they might not articulate it perfectly, should be able to communicate it in a way where you tell yourself, wow, yeah, this guy's a pretty bright guy. I don't know if he's right, but he's a bright guy. So whoever is pushing this climate change agenda, aka global warming agenda, chose the wrong spokesperson. Al Gore is your spokesperson? I mean, a few years ago, he was saying that uh, the climate change issue needed a trillion dollar budget back then it blew my mind now I'm like well at the rate these governments print money (laughs) they could say whatever they want oh it needs 10 trillion to be able to bring this climate change problem uh, under control now once again I go back to the point of our children I mean, if if you've never lived through 
a huge storm. If you've never lived through a mini tornado or a mini, like a natural disaster, if you've never lived through an earthquake, and then you do, but you, uh, pre, but before you do, year after year, you've been getting these ideas banged into your head. Oh, it's our fault that Mother Earth is reacting the way it does. If we don't control our actions, Mother Earth will kill us off. If we don't control our actions, we will keep having these huge storms and hurricanes and tsunamis and earthquakes. So your child that's been have that has been indoctrinated to think that humans are responsible for weather okay now you go through a traumatic weather experience that's it you're a climate change believer for life that's all it took and now since they see it on the news they see it in politics they see it in the mainstream media they see actors talk about it they see their favorite uh, icons talk about it like as if it is true. Never mind that thousands and thousands of scientists have said that the claim about an overall agreement between all scientists in the world saying that climate change is real uh, is something that they question. Now, climate change, how convenient. Climate change, climate, climate. Yeah, the climate's always going to change. So, listen, that's NLP. Neuro linguistic programming, of course. The, of, clo- of course climate change is real. Because the climate always changes. Duh. This is ridiculous. Like I've said, look up NASA. They have articles saying that the CO2 being pumped into the air is making the earth greener. That can't be bad, folks. That can't be bad. That's NASA, you know. Even though they've uh, become notorious for (laughs) some of the events they've carried out. It's pretty interesting to see them admit that the CO2 is making the earth greener. Now, there's so much going on nowadays. There is just so much going on nowadays. But yesterday, I finally saw something once again that terrified me. A Bloomberg article. Mainstream news. This is mainstream news, folks. Bloomberg article. Has now quoted scientists. To say. That. Human control. Population control. 
should be an essential part of our climate change agenda. This is mainstream news, folks. This isn't some far off into the obscure corner of the internet article. This is mainstream news. Bloomberg. Scientists saying that population control should be a priority when it comes to tackling climate change. We've said it for years and years. Folks, laugh off folks. Folks, say the tinfoil hat should be on when we mention population control. What do you have to say now? I mean, I think the uh, the birth rate's declining anyway, but the fact that these guys are out in the open now saying this is more than just a cause for concern. Is more than just a little worrisome. Because scientists have so much power. They're the ones that come up with the vaccines. They're the ones that come up with the medicines that the doctors prescribe, that the hospitals prescribe. They are the ones that decide what is healthy, what is not. They are one, the ones that are employed by companies to come up with reports that have a preset conclusion. <laughs> what do they have to say now? Folks, I, 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 I mean, if you don't believe there's a greater agenda going on by now, you need to read a little more, folks. You need to read a little more. Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> Just started a book on Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, was tasked with bringing in the Ford administration after the Nixon debacle. He was part of the Nixon administration. Just got out of working in D.C. Right before Watergate occurred. Then he had he uh, was a secretary of defense during the Ford administration. Okay. Then he was part of the uh, Bush administration as secretary of defense as well. Uh, I'm talking about pre-2001. Oh, another thing. He was uh, Secretary of Defense in the 70s at a time when uh, there's this gentleman. Uh, his name escapes my mind right now, but look him up. He's a war veteran. He's a war veteran that says that he was tasked with coming up with uh, plans and ways on how to hijack planes 
back in the 70s when Donald Rumsfeld was the Secretary of Defense. He said that many people were brought in and questions were asked. If you were, if you were to hijack a plane, which plane would you hijack? How would you hijack it? Yada, yada, yada. Basically, they were told that this was being done as a study so that if this ever happened, our military, our air force would be ready and know exactly what to do. Now, this gentleman said <laughs> that when 2001 happened, he knew, he knew that everything that he talked about back in the 70s when Donald Rumsfeld was Secretary of Defense and now in 2001 when he was Secretary of Defense once again, he knew that those plans that he had come up with, with many others, he said he only gave ideas it's not like he planned the whole thing and said this is how i did it he said he was just asked questions and he gave his opinions but he knew that in 2001 somehow some way washington dc was involved now now mind you mind you donald rumsfeld as most libertarians know as most researchers know was part of a think tank think tank that actually employed three or four different uh, gentlemen if I can't even call them that neocons that all just so happened to come into power into the Bush administration and now this think tank PNAC project for a new American century specifically said that a new Pearl Harbor was needed in order to shore up pro-war sentiment amongst the people of the United States. So I, I get what you're thinking. Some of you are probably thinking, now listen, climate change is one thing, population control is one thing, but the fact that you're trying to say now all these years and bring up tinfoil hat opinions no, 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 no. If the government will lie to you about one thing, they will lie to you about anything in order to advance an agenda. That's what we need to understand. That's what we need to come to grips with. That's what we need to fight against. That's what we are up against. So what do we do from here, folks? At this point, most libertarians would say, you know, fuck the state. Uh, the government is the enemy of the people. Okay, fine. Fine. But at this point, if we're not going to take up arms in a revolution, because most of my libertarians need to realize we are radicals. We are radicals. We are the radicals. At least we're a... a uh, you see, we got the far left radicals. We got the far right radicals. And we are... I guess you could say intellectual radicals, but we are radicals. So in order to bring the system down as it is, we need to infiltrate the system. That's what the government does. Any grassroots movement is co-opted by the CIA or FBI 
so that they know uh, which way the wind's blowing. So all this crap about we shouldn't partake in the state because the state is the enemy of the people and whatnot. Yes, yes. While we're on our high horse, our purity libertarian high horse, the state's going to continue rolling unless we get our hands dirty. That's all there is to it. You guys have a wonderful day.